Well, hey there. I'm so glad you made it. Today on Gritty Mystic, we're talking about the one paradigm shift that not only has the potential to empower, but to superpower your reality. So come on, let's grab a cup of something good and do this. Welcome to Gritty Mystic, the podcast for the daring and ready to awaken the power to master and direct your life, or as I like to call it, becoming fucking unstoppable. I'm your host, Tracy King, intuitive channel and transformational teacher, here to connect you with tips, tools, and techniques to step into your power as the most authentic you. Let's get into it. Hello, lovelies. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I have a curious brain, as you know, and when an idea lights up my imagination, I go all in on it, baby. And I'd like to invite you today to one of my rabbit holes of interest, (laughs) and that's quantum mechanics. You're right, not in my head. That can get really, really technical, but we're going to keep it accessible today because once you dip a tiny toe into quantum reality, it changes everything. Physicist Thomas Kuhn is known for saying, when paradigms change, the world changes with them. Eons ago, many cultures held a what we might describe now as a quantum view of reality, but described it in terms that were more spiritual or metaphorical. Ancient alchemical writings preserve some of this for our modern eyes to peep today. But then as science developed, we became mired in the Newtonian paradigm, which has been pervasive and tragically influential for 300 years. I blame patriarchy and capitalism because it has been known and easily traced to the year 1900 that the Newtonian paradigm is incorrect. Yet that message hasn't made its way to where the vast majority of us live our lives, work, and conform to societal structures built on this outmoded paradigm. Now, if you think other dimensions, alternate realities, parallel universes, that stuff is star trek and otherwise baloney well turns out these are accepted components of our reality according to quantum mechanics the newtonian paradigm is a linear materialist and mechanical way of thinking it's reductionist in that it assumes we can dissect everything to its smallest components and then predict nature predict cause and effect it believes that everything is observable and that things should be predictable and controllable but it's not true. For example, we tend to think that physical reality is solid. Duh, right? Well, there's an experiment you should Google. It's called the double slit or wave particle duality. Einstein kicked off this experimenting with electrons in light of light about 120 years ago. Electrons then were like the smallest testable component of our universe that at the moment we could discern. And Einstein found that light can behave as both a wave or a particle. It's not one or the other rigidness that we're used to of things being definable, measurable, predictable, controllable. So teams of scientists have since crafted experiments to take a look at this phenomenon because that just runs counter to everything that we've assumed about material reality. And astonishingly, when they looked at electrons, assuming they would appear as a wave, they did. When they looked at electrons, assuming they would appear as a particle, they fucking did. So when I say assume, I mean whichever they intended to measure, whether wave or particle, that is what they observed. 
And we become then entangled in what we observe and participate in its manifestation in the visible world. This is now called the observer effect. And it not only tips Newtonian thinking, it literally flips its table because the universe at the quantum level is about possibility and self-creation. Another outcome of this experiment has been the realization that electrons can exist in multiple locations at once, called non-locality, and that rippled out to the additional realization that time is non-linear. It's an illusion. It's an organizing principle so that we can observe our reality so that everything doesn't appear to be happening at once, which it is. One of the most damaging, lingering, and promoted prop capitalism, roots of the Newtonian paradigm, is the modern belief of separatism. Enter the zero-sum game, survival of the fittest, resource grabs, and the economic hoarding of the 1%. Can you hear, can you see, can you sense how much fear, distrust, and struggle is rooted in the separatist paradigm? Can you see how it's bought, sold, and perpetuated by rugged individualism, by fundamentalism, Christian nationalism, capitalism, racism, fascism, theisms, all of the control through hierarchical systems of oppression? I'm not just saying I don't prefer these things. I'm saying these systems run counter to what we know about our reality and how it's created. We are not separate. We are interconnected. And so it's time for us to realize what's real. In fact, no matter how far apart we are or objects are from us, once we interact with them, we are entangled quantumly and systems that interact with that entanglement become part of it. Now, it can feel overwhelming to change that, but realize this, when you improve yourself, that impacts our collective. And when we improve our world, define that however you will, we impact our universe, our reality. Paraphrasing Rumi, the drop is you, the ocean is you. Now this is barely a toe dip into the brain explosions, brain explosions, if you will, that is the paradigm shift from Newtonium to quantum reality. I urge you to get curious about it and, and let me know what you learned because I'm still learning too. Last time we met, we talked about how transformation can feel really hard. It can feel angsty and even like a little death. Part of the resistance is our self-concept mired in Newtonian thinking. So as you expand your consciousness, you will experience more ease. So let's get practical around this. Let's chat it up. How can our understanding of quantum reality impact our day-to-day experience? Well... The good news is I've got a friend here who coaches people how to do just that. So let's catch up with him now and take this to the table. Today at the table, we've got Vic Manzo. Dr. Vic is a business and spiritual mindset coach who helps people achieve their dream life without sacrifice. Thank you so much for being with me today. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to just have an opportunity to just have a combo with you. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be good. (laughs) Well, I am super excited to go quantum with you today. But first, tell us a little bit about your story and how you arrived here working with people to empower their reality. Love that. Yeah. I started out as a pediatric chiropractor, well, as a chiropractor first. And, um, you know, I come from a family that, you know, blue collar financials were always a struggle and, you know, something that wasn't uh, abundant and very more scarce. 
And I saw a world that I didn't want to experience. So when I became a chiropractor, I studied all the self-help, personal help that I could get my hands on, you know, entrepreneurs. I had listened to the most successful chiropractors. I think I shadowed over 50 chiropractors as a student, like four or five is common. 40 to 50 is a little crazy. I was just ambitious. I want, I, that was always a driving force for me. Five years into my career, I hit financial peak. I was very, you know, I thought when I got to that point of making that much money, I thought and helping and having an impact and hitting the volume I thought was going to be the absolute amazing thing. I looked at my life and I told my wife, I'm like, I'm burned out every four to six months. Our relationship could be better. It's not that we had issues. If you saw us, you would have thought we were a great couple, but it wasn't the level of a standard that we were holding ourselves to. It could have been a lot better. My health was up and down from time to time. And I just was unfulfilled. And I told her, this, I always feel like I'm, I'm, I'm grinding up against something. And I was like, I don't want to go upstream. Like, why does it have to be this way? But I was like, oh, you have to grind. You have to have the mental tussle. You got to have this. You got to have that. And it was just like my back when I was in chiropractic school, I studied energy medicine, spirituality, universal laws, and, and a little bit of quantum physics. And I wasn't into school. Some people say, wow, they taught that in that school. And I was like, no, no, this was outside of school. I did this. But long story short, I was like, but I've talked to mystics and sages I've met who are like the total opposite. Like we don't need to do those things. So I said, you know what? I'm going to stop learning for a minute because I was reading 80 to 100, 120 books a year, listening to podcasts and videos and self-help, you name it. I mean, I was just listening to things all day long whenever I had time. And uh, I decided to put that all aside and just trust what I knew. And uh, in the next five years, you know, I, I, I took a 40% hit in my business on purpose. I, I didn't like the way my practice was and I'm attracting the certain types of patients. So those who didn't fit the model, I would refer them out. That's where the 40% came. And then from there, I was like, I want to focus on pediatrics. I want to have 50% volume in my office. And so again, that was a conditioning because 50% was considered to be crazy amount in our profession. And so I was like, well, let's see, I'm only at 5%. Let's see what happens. But I started to apply universal laws, understand vibration, the law of vibration more and start to use these things. Six months, I didn't do anything. And I, I got 48% uh, patient volume of pediatrics. A year and a half later, I was back to where I was financially. And it was one of those things where, again, didn't do anything new. I literally wasn't doing anything. I wasn't thinking of doing stuff new. Things just came to me. So after in 2017, I was kind of like, you know what? 18's coming around the corner. I was like, I want to start coaching people. This is like bad information in the business world. There's just bad information. It's, this is not how life works. People can do that because you hear a lot of billionaires talk about like, you got to put action. You got to do the work. You just got to do the work, unfortunately. And they're billionaires. They, they know something. So I'm not bashing this model. I don't think there's a different way what you can do. And so that's where in 2018, in the fall, I started to get into coaching. And three years later, I moved from Chicago to Knoxville. And in that move, well, we closed our office because we couldn't sell it. And I decided to go into full-time coaching. I was already doing it for three years. And now I'm on, on a mission to decondition minds and, and help individuals understand what the quantum world is and know that you want to go ahead and grind and hustle and sacrifice and do all that, then, hey, go do that. But if you are tired of that and you want to do something different, hey, let's talk about quantum. Let's get into that world and show you how you can do all that so much easier because I, I saw it happen to me and now I've helped over hundreds do the exact same thing. That's amazing. What a testament to applying the principles and really seeing the results. I love your your catchphrase, enjoy effortless action and effortless success. Because yeah, we're conditioned to spin all the plates, to do all the doing, to grind and hustle and expect life to hurt. 
<laughs> when there's a different choice we can make. So let's talk about that. I mean, before we're able to enjoy effortless action and enjoy effortless success, we've got to get real about the reasons why we struggle, why we choose to struggle. And those reasons might be surprising to a lot of people. So tell me what you see. How can we get out of our own way and see these results? So the biggest thing that causes all suffering, all suffering in life, if you can tone it into one thing, it is resistance. And because resistance, a lot of times in life, and it doesn't matter if you're a business owner, it can come with your health, it can be with a relationship, it can be life in general, it could be money. We get too much in our head. We live in a world, and it's been constructed this way over some time to get more into our heads and let our minds dictate the way, get more pattern. If you look at things like now, I mean, it's just conditioned. Look at if you want to learn something, what are the five things to do? Here's the five things to do this. Here's the three things to do this. Here's the three, five, 10 things to get to this. It's all in our heads. It's informational. And we're not tapping into other infinite sources. So when you get into the mind, what ends up happening is if you let your mind dictate your life, you are going to create resistance. That's the first thing it does. The second thing it does is creates complexity. Look at our world today. We have technology that can do so many things for us, but yet our world's more complex. How is our world more complex when technology is supposed to make things simpler? Capitalism. When we, yeah, well, yeah, that. But, and, and it's leading with the mind because when we start to, the mind thinks, oh, well, we did this. Well, now let's branch off and let's do that and we'll call it this. Well, then we're going to branch off. And this is where we get all these labels and we get all these other things. And I don't hear some people say, well, labels are a way for us to experience something. I get that. I understand that. But labels also take away the power of something because some things cannot be explained. Like when I work with clients and talk about this energy that when we're going to, I try to get them to, they're like, well, what do you call it? I don't know what to call it. I can give you some ideas. I have some names I can create, but it's your mind. If you really hone out on what I say, you're going to miss it. So I don't want to give you a name then. But when we get into our mind, that's it's, it's so we got the, the resistance that ca- comes from the mind. Then we create the complexity. And then from there, it takes longer for things to come in because you're going up flow. And we, we think that things have to be a certain way or here's my situation. It's been like this forever and that's how it's going to be. Or we see a pattern in a relationship. I use relationship black because we often connect to that. Oh, my partner is always like that. This is what they've been doing for 10 years. This is who they are. It's not who they are. There may be something that they need. They have their own conditioning. You know, there's so many ways, but it's letting go of that mind and just go back to zero, to nothing, to zero point gravity, to, or not gravity, zero point field. But you know, get back to nothing to where you don't have these projections. And now you let go of that resistance. And now you're opening the door to allow flow to come. Because when we let the mind dictate our life, and this was a huge lesson for me in my life, because I was always told like, oh, you know, so much information. You're so well astute and all this. And I, my ego at the time was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm easy at learning. I have this type of memory. I was giving all these excuses. And then I read something and said, your mind can only know from all the information that exists, 0.0000, like one some odd percent. That's like almost, that's pretty much nothing. And so then I saw that. And then there was like, here's the opposite. If you want to tap into the infinite potential, and there's 99 point whatever. So if you think that you know that this is how it has to go, even when we're creating our own visions or like having a vision board, this is what I want. This is how much money I want to make. Well, how do you know that's the money you actually are designed to make? What if it's 10, 50, 100 times more than that? It could be less, but what if it's more? And so your mind thinks this is what it is instead of that creates resistance. It compartmentalizes everything and limits it. Where if we can get out of our minds, then you step into that infinite possibility of 99 plus percent to where all of a sudden it's like you're leaving the door open and saying, hey, universe, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, I'm working with you. I know you see things way better than I can. I know you'll also bring to me what I need rather than what I want. 
Yeah. As soon as our brain wants to put a label on something, we put a lens on it, right? We've put some rules around it, what it can and cannot be. And suddenly there's constriction and what's possible. And even in how people talk about the law of attraction and the rules that they put around the law of attraction, I know you love to talk about how many people just really have it backwards. I mean, tell us a little bit about that and that rulemaking. Well, it's like you have to have the, and I think I'm around the same page with this. Like, you know, just think about it and it'll happen. Or then some people go, well, no, you got to put your emotions in with it. You got to make it happen. And I'm like, yeah, that's true too. But they forget that there's another element before the attraction. See, uh, the law of attraction is like attracts like. I mean, it's just that simple. But they're missing an element of the law of vibration. Where do I vibrate every single day? Where is the main essence of how I'm vibing? If you take, because some people are like, well, don't you have different vibrations at different things in your life? I'm like, well, that's your mind. Again, coming in and compartmentalizing, yeah, I'm already like, well, there's this, there's the main vibe of me. Well, yeah, but isn't there, you have a vibe with, you know, the, how about with the relationship and then versus money? I'm like, yeah, there could be different vibes, but regardless, the vibe of who you are showing up every day is what's important. Let's simplify it as much as we possibly can because we don't want to add things in. And that's the element of like, how am I showing up every day? And how do I feel waking up every single morning? And where am I putting my intention for the day and my vibe? And a lot of times is when I work with clients, this is stuff I teach them often. It's like, hey, where's your vibe today? You know, where, where have you been? Have you been waking up every day and focusing on your vibe and getting you excited and getting you joyful? I'm not having you think. I'm not having you go into the future because a lot of times with like the law of attraction, the trap is this. We think like every day and nothing gets the secret. It was, it was a great book and everything, but and I loved it. But the concept that, you know, when we think about our thoughts, right, we visualize something is that you all of a sudden look and go, OK, well, imagine yourself in the car. Right. What's going to happen? You get excited because you're in the car. You're thinking of that night. Let's say it's a Ferrari. You think of this nice Ferrari. Oh, my God. Man, it could be so cool to have that Ferrari. Blah, blah, blah. What you don't realize is you're in a state of lack because you had a trigger create the emotional response. So I'm in the Ferrari. Oh, when I'm there, this is what I'm going to feel. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could feel that. Look at that. You're, you're thinking scarcity because your mind already knows you don't have that. And you're, people say, well, you're trying to simulate a reality. I said, well, yeah, but you're having a trigger. Anytime you have a reaction to something that is a lack mentality, well, I'm faking it until I make it. Well, you can, that, that may work, but, and I'm not saying it does. And some people, it does work that way. But I'm like, the thing is, you can't have a trigger. You just have to get into that state. You can use past experiences to do that. And this is why I teach, I usually use a lot for myself and my clients. Like, think of something that made you happy. Like, I have a two month old daughter. I just have to visualize her in my arms. Bam, I'm there, right? And then what do I do? I detach her out of the experience and I just stay in that feeling. Now, as long as I can keep that feeling, holding on to that and just experiencing it, bathing myself and enjoying it, just feeling the love, the joy, the bliss, all those different feelings that are coming up, the more I can hold that, that strengthens now magnetic power. And if I already had a vision in my head of where my intentions are and where I want to go with myself, guess what happens now? I'm raising my vibe. I have a stronger signal. Now the law of attraction is going to pull that towards me more, a lot easier. And now I'm using the laws the way they're designed to. And then, then the law of manifestation comes around and says, hey, you've been doing it right. Here you go. It's in the physical world now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's all about that resonant being versus all of the doing, right? So when you're working with your clients on mindset, how do you help them differentiate that feeling inside of themselves from doing to being? How do they find that that space? Yeah, the being side is, is again, coming back to just focusing on that element of how they, you know, getting into this, seeing what, like, for example, let's say they want to be a millionaire, right? So it's that essence of, you know, the beingness is what would a millionaire be like? Or what you can get into how they think, you know, if they have an abundant mindset, 
then what does an abundant mindset look like? What does an abundant being look like? What's the feelings that show up, right? And then hone that into yourself. Some people have a block with that. They're like, I can't think of abundance in that way. And that's where I'm like, okay, well, we don't need to go there. We can just focus on the element of just that excitement and then tie that emotion of that excitement I was talking about earlier. And then think about, I am a millionaire and I'm already being that. And this is what I feel when I have that, that, that I'm there. And that's my essence of it. And then the only thing I do different though, is I will say, once you get, when you're in that world, visualizing and, and getting into that, all that space, then pull that back into the present, into your body, feel where does it show up in your body? Because now we're taking a future projection of our belief of how we see ourselves into the future. We tied it to a wonderfully high emotion or an experience or so forth. And we tied the two together, but our mind's still in the future. And then what we want to do is pull the body in and say, here's what we're going to be feeling. This is how it feels. And the critical thing about this, when I work with clients on that is because I always, I try to teach them and I have to get the mind involved because the mind's always going to be coming around the corner saying, Hey, I'm all about pattern and comfort and keeping you safe. And so what I tell them is like, we're going to change your neural circuitry to adapt to that. So when you get this feeling, wherever that showed up, not only are you in alignment with your future self, but when you're choosing to do something or if an idea comes to you or if a circumstance shows up, if you get that feeling, that is alignment to connect you to your future self. You're connecting from the present and you're shortening the gap of the future self and present self. And the more you can memorize that feeling, let your mind let you know when it comes up, hey, I have that feeling again. That's what that means. The easier it becomes where all of a sudden it becomes automatic. And all of a sudden you're just like, yeah, I got that feeling. We're going that way. And you, it just becomes a, a guidance for you. Mm-hmm. Allow that feeling to be your default. I love that. Yeah. Well, I think another reason why people struggle with this is they're really mired in the Newtonian paradigm. And uh, it's really past due for us to rewire that, right? To really embrace our quantum reality. So let's talk about the rules of the game, man. I mean, how does understanding quantum mechanics offer new insights into empowering our reality? Yeah. So, you know, in 2012, the whole spiritual world was talking about all the end of times coming, right? 2012 and all this. And it was really the end of one world and the beginning of a new. And you can still live in the old world perfectly fine. It's You're just going to have the struggle and it's going to annoy the living, you know what, out of you until you finally say, I got to make a change. And I'm seeing more people like clients coming to me who are like, I still can't break through. I'm tired. I've been doing this for five, 10, whatever, a long time. And I'm just hitting a wall every time. And I'm just like, I know what's going on here, where there's the whole thing called the quantum world. And in, in, in the quantum world, what we understand, quantum physics is just starting to have us understand it. We're into such an infancy stage with this. And I love it because it's opening up to so many possibilities. There was a study done that they did. And this was an eye opener for me when I was studying energy medicine. And it just explains consciousness, but explains how our mind can literally manipulate energy, but also how we see something or how we view it and the the intention we have behind it, it will create that whole world for you. And you can shift it in many other ways. And so it was called the observer effect and a very simple study. They were trying to understand, you know, is light in a a wave format or is it in a particle? And so for those who don't understand the difference, wave is like non-physical, you can't see it. It, and in particle is it's it's physical. This is it's in the physical world. You can you can totally see that. And so they had special sensors so they can pick up the non physical and so forth. And what they noticed was is that when the scientists weren't looking, light was showing up in a wave format. And then when they went to look, it would show up in a particle. 
And then they would look away and it would slowly repattern itself back to a wave. And they were puzzled by this. And they did this in many different ways. They thought it was one issue with one experiment. So they changed the experiment a little bit, tested it again. So the light should act this way. And it showed up random in this way. They changed it. I mean, I can't tell you how many times they changed it. But long story short, what ended up happening was, is they noticed that, you know, what that meant was, is that whatever we're looking at, you know, what you seek, you shall find. However you see your world is what it's going to be. However you see your reality is going to be. If you believe that, I can, this whole law of attraction stuff, it, it, this is law of vibration, all these things, man, that that's the new world. And that's going to be my experience. And you really believe that? Guess what? That's going to be a reality. If you believe that, you know, abundance is always there and, and you're always going to experience abundance no matter what, you'll never be short of money. You may lose money, but you really don't lose when you're abundant because you know it's coming back. Where if you have scarcity, well, you're going to, you can believe in scarcity and you'll have that experience. So this just really, it was a paramount to look at how we really dictate our lives in so many different ways. And you can, this is why I came up with a quote, like there's no rules life except the ones you create. And that's so true. And I can even share a neuroscience principle on that, how that supports that too, because it's, it's literally how you see your life and how you want to run your life. If you can decondition your mind and you can recondition in the way you want, you can create that in any way possible. And that will, your life will follow suit from that. Mm, 100% consciousness creates. It's factual. Backed up by science, people. <laughs> so, so true. And we're source energy and we forget that. Like we give life to things. And there's so much. I mean, this one study shows that there's neuroscience stuff that shows that. And we all know that what you focus on, it creates more of. Like if you worry, you're going to create more worry in your life. If you if you don't worry and you focus on positive, you're going to create more. That's source energy. You give life to things. Mm-hmm, 100%. So let's talk about getting into the flow state so that we can feel that expansiveness so that we can really create from an expansive perspective. Often, you know, a lot of people think they've got it figured out, but then they get to that plateau state that you talked about earlier. So how do we shift from the plateau to get back into flow? Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. I could, there's so many tools that I can share to help center you. The thing is you want to center your nervous system. It sounds simple, um, but it is simple. But you know, for some, it's like, hold on, wait, what? How do I? I'm not used to that. I'm used to revving all day and doing all day and looking outside of myself all day. How do you re- come back to center? How do you come back to yourself into this grounding state? It's a feeling state. Everyone has it. It's different. I know when I'm there, just I feel so grounded. Like literally, I feel like my legs are like tree trunks or roots into the ground. And I'm just like, wow, I feel very calm. I feel very happy. But, you know, meditation or breath work. I usually like recommending breath work because your breath can literally recenter your nervous system pretty quick. You, you can even influence from breath, your autonomic nervous system, which is the one that runs all the time constantly, that's automatic. And, um, you know, just six deep breaths have shown, just based on the research, six deep breaths can literally slow down the nervous system, help you center, right? And why is that important? You know, meditation is great too. I'll get into that in a minute. But when you recenter, you start to get out of whatever that reaction state may be. It may be your scarce fear, whatever may be showing up. And you're firing a a, a very a lower consciousness brain called the reptilian brain, which is basically your survival. You're just the same as like a monkey. I mean, there's, that's just what you're, you're, you're surviving, you're, you're, you're reacting. You're not really critically thinking. And when we can center our nervous system, that lets us go up to higher states of the brain, like the prefrontal cortex. And that's where consciousness can, you know, part of consciousness is at your executive function and thinking. And when you're there, you don't let impulses get to you. So you are able to stay more centered. And when you're more centered, then all of a sudden you can be more open to stuff. 
right? Because survival is restriction. It's resistance. And like I said, resistance is everything. So resistance, the more resistance you have, the harder it's going to be in flow. But when you can get into the higher centers of the brain, just through breath work, or, you know, like I said, I'll get into meditation in a second. Then all of a sudden you can access higher, you know, different information or see things from a different perspective. And then when it comes to flow in that, then all of a sudden it's easy to get into that state of flow. And when you're in flow, you're open to whatever may be showing up that you may need to do. And this can be, and I, this is where effortless success or actions come from, because when you're in a state of flow, you don't have to think of your next step at ever. You'll never have to. And this is hard for people in the business world. Like it's so like, when I say effortless actions, it leads to effortless success, they're always like, no, you got to work. There's just, you got to think of the next thing. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like it'll come to you. Just have the faith. You know, it's, it, you can force it, but there's a cost to that. Or you can say, well, you know what? I know that everything happens, doesn't happen to me or through me. It happens as I am, as I am vibrating it. So if I'm not at the right vibration, guess what? That idea is not here. So instead, I just need to calibrate my vibration to get higher through emotions and visualization and all those things. And maybe some breath work or maybe a little meditation. And all of a sudden I can center myself. And then all of a sudden that idea comes or the circumstance or the situation comes. And then guess what? It's like, Oh, that's what's going to happen. And then, it, then after you get through it, you're like, wow, how did that come from left field? I can't believe that. It's inspired action. It's aligned, right? Exactly. So that's kind of the one thing. I mean, meditation is a whole nother talk on that. That actually helps thicken the prefrontal cortex. So it makes it harder for you to get into that impulsive state or survival state. So you can stay more centered and focused so you can then be in this dance of life. Because I think when you're really in a state of flow, true flow, it's like a dance with the universe. You're sending some stuff out. You're kind of leading for a second. Then you're like following the universe. What is it coming? And it's just this back and forth. And you, there's no like restriction. And, you know, if you, if you thinking of, if you do, da- I used to dance, Latin dance a lot. And so like, if I'm a very hard guider, guiding my, they're going to be all over the place. Or if I have someone who wants to try to lead me, that it's not going to go well. But when we have that perfect harmony, it's just like the slightest motion. And then all of a sudden, boom, she's doing her, what she needs to do. And then it's just, it's an easy system. And that's, that's something that I usually use as an analogy to be like, that's the state of flow or like in a sport when you're in the zone, like things just come to you or you see things in a different speed or a different way that's being in flow. And that's how, that's the beauty of what life can give you. You can have this great idea and you get just so soaked into it. And you're like, holy cow, you're not thinking what that's going to do for you. You're just like, you just know that idea is going to do something. And you're like, I just need to get that implemented now. It's so crazy how that came through. Yeah. I love that when that happens. Um, and when we get into that, that panic mode, that survival, that I don't feel safe, this isn't happening fast enough. Then we just shut all of that down and can perpetuate our panic. (laughs) For sure. No flow is where it's at. Yeah, for sure. So another thing that you tell your clients is that darkness is your greatest ally. So I want to explore that for a minute because that's often, you know, feels like that could be a scary space. Why would darkness be our ally? So let's, let's chit chat about that for a moment. Yeah, no, totally. I love this question. And it's, it's one of the things where this is 2016, 2017, where I started to say, I'm going to let life guide me. Whatever shows up, whatever circumstance, whatever situation, I'm going to sit with it, no matter how painful, no how much I'm not going to like it, because we fear uncertainty as humans. It's one of the biggest things. And that darkness, that can be your challenges, fears, circumstances, you name it. It's just the, it's the low vibration side that we think is low vibration. But what happens in darkness is, is to understand, I'll give you a quick analogy on this, is that if you had a candlelight in a room, a candle lit with a nice flame, and you put it in a bright lit room. You, you really can't see the power of that candle. 
But when you go into an extreme dark pitch black room and you put that candle in the middle, man, I'll tell you, it's so amazing how it lights up the whole room. That true light of who you are, the essence. Now, this is stuff that you, you're not going to find in a book. You might be able to be guided, but the darkness teaches you things that you need. Your circumstances you have to go through. And it's, it helps you, if you really sit with it, you can get the most deepest lessons of wisdom, of blessings, of healing, and so much more in it. Because it helps you uncover just a little bit more of the true essence of who you are. As I said before, source energy or the, you know, your soul, the greatness that you have within, the gifts you have within, the beauty of who you are. You see, we've been told that, you know, like we have to learn all these things, but in the essence, you always heard that everything resides within you. But we're, we're told that, but then yet here's what we're being conditioned in life is that, no, you always got to keep looking outside yourself. And the essence is you have what's in you. If you let life guide you, yeah, there's going to be some circumstances that are not fun. Like I remember looking at when I went bankrupt, I, that took me a year to make that decision. And I was sick to my stomach when I decided I was going to do it. There was a lot of ego stuff there. And here I am trying to run away from a financial struggle. And yet I had one. And when it all happened, I look back and I remember after it happened, I wasn't like, okay, great. I'm going to move out with my life. I'm more of the person. Let me see why. Well, what led to this? What conditioning? What the... And that dark moment was such a huge light for me, just from a financial standpoint, where I was just like, wow, I created all that. Holy cow. I didn't even see that. And it taught me so much about me and how powerful I am as a manifester. But at the same token, we're how careful I had to be on my focus. And it taught me how powerful I can manifest. So I'm like, okay, I got to be even more cautious of where I put my energy and focus to. And this is what I call the grind and hustle, really, because you pay, paying attention to where you're putting your focus all the time, that's some work because you, you, you can get so easily caught up in autopilot. And that was something for me that is a huge point. But you can do this in every aspect. You look at any experience that you've gone through, there's always a beautiful blessing there. You know, and in life, everybody wins. There's no losers and winners and, and nothing like that. Because if you really look at like, let's somebody comes, I said this before on a video and somebody was like, no, because if you play a sport and you win the championship, you're the champion. They lost. I'm like, okay, so you won a trophy. You won a title. You won this. Kudos. You won. Let's, let's look at what they won. They found out what their weaknesses are that they got to get better at. They found out what their shortcomings were that they can get stronger at and all these things. So they won just as much. Just because they don't have a title and this and that doesn't mean they're the losers. They're not. They won in their own element. And when you look at it from that perspective and you look, you take that perspective in your life, you can literally change the energy of anything that shows up, any circumstance, any darkness, and you can actually say, this is what it's going to mean for me. Any event that comes up, you can change that energy imprint and say, because there's no meaning to life. The only meaning to life is what you choose it to be. Mm, so don't be afraid of the dark. There's wisdom in there. There's gifts in there. Go get it. So much life nuggets in there. And the beautiful thing I love about the darkness, as I said earlier, is that it's the things you need for your growth, your spiritual growth, and so much more. There's nothing else out there that can give you that depth except life. So the more I think we can shift our perspective that way, because life was designed to be have contrast, that will help you. You can't suffer anymore when you see it from that light. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is an enlightening conversation full of so much practical takeaways, so many good things that we can try today. So tell us a little bit about what you've got coming up. What are you excited about? You know, I have a workshop coming up. It might be too soon for this one on September 14th, but I have another one I'll be launching in October. I don't have the title of it yet, again, depending on the launch and everything. But one thing I've been working on a lot that's been, you know, it's been a pipe dream of mine since chiropractic school, and that was creating a conscious online school. And I'm slowly getting to the point where I'm starting to create that with classes on how to 
understand the power of who you are and stuff like that. So those things are up and coming. There's nothing actual set in tone for that yet, but we are working on classes to do that because this is the time to get that moving. Absolutely. There's a lot of contrast for us to work through right now collectively. (laughs) You also have a new book out. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Decoding the Matrix. I wrote that in May 2022. It came out and it's a book all about helping us understand the conditioning of our minds, how we're programmed, what is the matrix, what's our potential, what's the spiritual awakening, and how do we either get on that path or how do we accelerate it? And it's something to really get us out of this mental prison and really understand how conditioned we really are and also how powerful we are to be able to break away and how we can do that. So needed. So how do we keep in touch with you so that we know when your your workshops and your courses are coming out? I appreciate that. My website's my hub for everything. So empoweryourreality.com is where you can find all things. I have a free one-on-one coaching thing there. I got my podcast, free resources. I got an ebook on power visualization. It's a very short read, but it's something just to share the power. When we're talking about like quantum physics, just starting to uncover things. Yeah, there's there's studies that are coming out now talking about the power of visualization, how it can alter matter in some fascinating ways, especially being a doctor. You look at things like, well, muscles only do this a certain way, and yet no, we can actually create muscles without even do working them, which is a whole different concept. And then also, if you want to follow me on social media, on the bottom left of my, my website, I have, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. So reach out, connect, share a message. If you have any questions on some, I'm always reading them. And I love to hear from people and I love responding. So uh, connect with me that way. Perfect. So easy. So easy to connect. Thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. So what do you think? Are you ready to empower your reality? Leave your thoughts, insights, and questions in the comments to join our conversation. And as you know, there is more gritty goodness to come. So grab a friend and bring them next time. Until then. Thanks for joining us today on Gritty Mystic. You can find me and show notes for this episode at grittymystic.com slash episodes. And thank you so much for following, rating, and reviewing our show. It helps us reach others like us and grow the Gritty Mystic community. Take care, friend. See you next time.